I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and I'm with Alan Cochran. Mm. Morning. And I've got pig iron. I've got all pig iron. Oh, they're all coming out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've said that for ages. Sometimes it's nice to go back, isn't I'm it? Saying that's, yeah. <clears throat> I think. Um, although, can I, can I say, I, um, I was walking along um, the river yesterday, mm. obviously on the pathway. Mm. I wasn't having a religious experience. And I bumped into um, Miles Jopp. Oh, yes. The, oh, uh, uh, he's a bit of an OC of mine. An OC? Obscure crush. Oh, is he really? Mm. Is he really? Oh, 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 that's nice. Quite hot for him. Well, um, I wonder if he knows. Yeah, well, um... Last time I saw him, he was... Yeah, he was dancing to the prodigy last time I saw him on um, Let's oh. Dance for Sport Relief. Oh, I thought you meant walking down the river. No, no. Anyway, oh. we, um... We started talking, and he was he's doing a show for Radio 4 about mysteries. And I said to him, uh, oh, I, I was reading a thing, um, and it was, about, it was about a ghost thing. And I said, I was reading it um, uh, on the web. And then I thought, <laughs> do people say that? <laughs> Is that something that people say on the web? And I got terribly, I didn't want to go back to it. But um, like a dog returning to its vomit, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, "Oh, shall I?" Oh, and as I, I left, I sort of fluffed my way through the rest of the anecdote because my on the web had thrown me so much. <laughs> you went a bit Wogan's web. I right? did, I did, and um, and I left, and I, I knew him and his friend. I didn't know, but I thought they might be snickering, Do you think? snickering <laughs> at me. What about him? And he's on the web for a Marx. <laughs> And I, am I wrong? Yeah, what you, else could you have said? What do you, can what? you say I saw it on the web? Well, I'm not the one to ask. I'm ancient, darling. You, was it, were you reading a blog? Is that what it was? A no. A blog about mysteries. Should I say on the internet? And even then? Online. Should I, I should have said online. Frank, I bought it. Right, online. Of course it's online. Of course. I've been a complete fool of myself. <laughs> I, don't, I think the fact that it took three of us that long to get to online means you've got to pass there. You can yeah, begin but I, yes. I don't know if I've ever said on the web before. I, I thought what I'm going to do is I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go techno. Yeah. And um, I, I arrived. I, I'd say I arrived at about 2007, <laughs> is my guess. Yeah. It was Robert's Web, wasn't that Robert Webb did a TV show about the about the Robert's Don't Web. try and wriggle out of it. No, I'm not. I don't want to try and wriggle no, out of a web. Frank, they've been texting in already this morning on eight twelve fifteen. Brilliant. We've had Susie Jones. Uh, you I like the sound of Susie Jones. I imagine that she was a podium dancer in the eighties. Oh, um, she says you belong in Scotland, Frank. Well, look. <laughs> won't have it. <laughs> Why? Why, Susie? Why do I belong in Scotland? She says because pineapple crush flows freely there. And that's because you were talking about pineapple aid last week, no, Frank, is, on is the that, podcast. Is that the same thing? Is, is cr- crush isn't one of those you add water to, is it? No, it's just like a fizzy Isn't drink. it incredible in the 21st century you still buy drinks that you add water to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had someone... I had a tin of Campbell's soup the other week, which you had to add Condensed water to. Condensed makes double. Yeah. As it says in, on the in, can. in 2012, I'm adding water to soup. <laughs> I like that, though. 
I thought that would appeal to your, uh... God, I've half a mind to complain about... I might start something on the web. <laughs> some sort of group on the yeah, web. that's what the web's crying out for, isn't it? People that are angry about the modern world. <laughs> I just don't know what it's crying out for anymore. I've had a strange week. I was... I mean, I've, I've dined at some of the finest restaurants in, in the world. Can I say that? You say have. It. I can vouch for you. Have. Yeah. And I and and you know what they always say about one thing about celebrity you can turn up and say I'm, I know it's last minute but I wanted yeah. to get so no no Mr Skinner please we'll find you a table nice. of course lovely anyway I was turned away from the Rainforest Cafe <laughs> oh God <laughs> the Rainforest Cafe can I say oh, Frank that's a low that. that's a low point for the brand what I call the Skinner brand oh it's I mean it's the end <laughs> they said to me um, you it's forty there'll be forty five minute wait for a table. The Rainforest Cafe, can I point out, is a, in case you don't know, is, is a sort of a themed cafe. I, I loathe it. And the theme <laughs> is rainforests. So every right. ten minutes there's a, a tropical storm in there, a oh, mock top okay. tropical just storm. W- there's lightning and thunder. Just while you're mid-anecdote, yeah, exactly. normally, and McCall starts screeching. There's not really. Surely this yes. is a joke. And, I'm, and I've, been, I've been... Yes, there is. No, and there's, there's animatronic gorillas who respond in no. quite a laid-back fashion. <laughs> they have that... They have they do the slow blink. You know the way... Um, <laughs> dummies, ventriloquist dummies, to that unnerving <laughs> slow blink, and the machine-like swivel of the head. That's what the uh, gorillas do. I mean, who wants it? But, um, so they, yeah, they said it's a 45-minute wait. Oh, my God. Rainforest Cafe, 45. So now I'm I'm pro-deforestation. I was going to say, did you <laughs> raise it to the ground? It's completely <laughs> changed. When I say I'm pro-deforestation, that's, I don't mean the person who played Dr McCoy. On Star Trek, you've got mixed up with your deforests. <laughs> that was Deforest Kelly, I believe. Yes, I know. It? Look yeah. it up on the web. Yeah, <laughs> on the is, web. Is it on, will it be on the web? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look, shall we? Where's my word processor? <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So yeah, so um, I was uh, I was turned away. And, Ultimately, from the Rainforest Cafe. Oh, fine. Well, I, I ended up going to. Uh, I wouldn't mind, but I. Where used did you to... go to the Ivy? No, I went to uh, Byron Burgers. Nice. Somewhere which sounds like it's going to be themed. Mm. You know, I, I hope. What it... is it called? Buy more burgers. <laughs> Byron. That's oh. that's how they get you though, subliminally. <laughs> but wouldn't it be great if the waiters all had the club foot and an aristocratic 18th century look about them and smelt of laudanum? They're becoming mm. red from Child Harold. <laughs> They're becoming a chain, aren't they? There's loads of them now. They've become a chain. Yeah, I was. It's happened. I was only in there the other day. Get with you. Look on the web. There's like thirty of these. Yeah. Frank, you, Alan I, saw a text. I'm sorry, but I have to speak out. Well, Go one on, of the speak things, out. One which of the was, things I enjoy when we arrive is uh, looking at the texts from uh, previous shows that have come in. <laughs> and at 4.41am, somebody has texted Absolute Radio, will you play someone like you by Adele, please? There's a text that didn't need sending. Oh, no, that's I mean, so depressing. <laughs> we, we won't be playing that. <laughs> I think, you know, she's had enough... Airplay on this station, as far as I'm concerned. We've had another text I like from Wendy and Steve that say, Hi, my husband and I are going to the 25th British Juggling Convention in South End. We've travelled since 4am from Leeds. She was playing, She was asking for someone like you this morning. I, uh, I went to the... Um, I think it might have been the 17th or something like that. I went to the Juggling Convention when Did it was you? in Leeds. Oh, no, I was 17. 
So it was probably the first. I was like, hang on, what age am I now? You went as a competitor, or is it? I went 20 years ago. Oh, God. Yeah, but were you involved in the juggling? Yeah, I just did a bit of juggling and watched oh. a lot. I watched a lot. Indian club? I did. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't go Throwing out. Throwing knife? Um, <laughs> Flame. Uh, <laughs> are you all right? Fruit? <laughs> you're, just, you're just saying words now. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not saying words. I'm offering juggling Frank's things. Frank's childish glee when he did. said flame. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, you know, a juggled flame is I a know. special moment. All right, I thought this was the uh, gay club near your house again. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, that's... that's um, frying pan fire. That's fire. Flame. <laughs> yeah, could, could well be one. Slider always in there. <laughs> That's a joke. It's an old film joke for our uh, older listeners. <laughs> so, what did you juggle on that day? Come on out with it. Uh, well, I would have been doing a bit of. It's very depressing though, because you turn up. Thinking, what did you juggle though? Oh, like, oh my god, he's lying. Three, it's like three it's clubs, like when I went out with three, three clubs. He's being evasive. I was, was being evasive. Do you know what happened? I got there, and I think I was seventeen, and I thought I was quite good, but I was self-taught. And the mm. first day, a. Uh, like a six-year-old boy walked past me juggling five clubs or something. Just amazing. Yeah. And you go, oh, okay, they're all going to be amazing. And they were all amazing. Yeah. But that's that's nice. They'll have a nice time, won't they, Wendy and Steve? Yeah, it's... uh, I wonder who's the juggler, or do they juggle together? You know, sometimes you get the two-hander. The the passing. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could do that. Like skipping. You know, you get the girls... each other and do a three-ball cascade if you... Well, that would be fabulous, a three-ball cascade. Mm-hmm. I look, well, I, I have a great time um, at the juggling convention. What is it, the 25th? Uh, it's the 25th British well, Juggling be, I mean, Convention. Surely that'll be some sort of special. Yeah. Silver silver Jubilee. Is it silver, yeah. OK. That's <laughs> five minutes on juggling. Can, Can we say, talk about fashion? No, but... Uh, well, fashion, actually, is a good point, because... Um, do you remember the fashion cafe... Yes, I do, Frank. Of Speaking course of. I remember See, it. that was a themed cafe it that went... fashion cafe, There was. Surely. I went there, I had burger and chips and watched a catwalk fashion show. In the fashion cafe, you had burger and chips? I know, that was the problem with the fashion cafe, <laughs> is that everyone there, were, obviously, was people who didn't eat. Yeah. But you, the idea was that you'd go there and see supermodels, but it was actually people in trainers from Wisconsin, unfortunately. Right. There was, but there, I went, there was an actual catwalk show going on while I, as I ate, you know, with... Oh. Um, Attractive young people, well-dressed. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I used to own a bit of rainforest, I've just remembered. Is this one of your lies? No, I bought... I bought... It was a sort of a... You, you had to buy a, a square mile of... Or a square acre, I think it was, of rainforest. If you can have a square acre. Who did you get that off, Sting? Acreage. <laughs> Our, um, I, no, I didn't... Um, I hate not the rainforest. The ta- not, not with the table tennis man. <laughs> I hate man. the rainforest. Remember the table tennis man who we used to meet oh, in the rainforest? Yeah. <laughs> I used to do that in pubs all the time with beer mats. I used to hold a beer mat against my lower lip and say, anyway, I've got to go now, I'm meeting Sting in <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's the props, you see, you've got to use life as, as the props. It's, it's, it's important. But no, I, I had a square acre of... I, I must still own it, I've got a certificate somewhere. Sounds all right. You think that would get me a seat in the rainforest cafe? <laughs> <laughs> if I'd have took that certificate, and then I, I also adopted a, you know, you adopt an African mm. child. Yeah, forgot all about him. Actually, <laughs> 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 I hope he's okay. I don't, I don't know if he's still on the direct debit. It's a shame you couldn't marry the two and pop him in your little bit of acreage in the rainforest. Oh, I've left. Uh, you know, he could run that umbrella shop. <laughs> I was thinking of opening up on my acre. I thought, though, what happened to him? 
Oh dear, I've left, I've left let's, a whole let's pile. Let's ponder of, that now. I've left a pile of third world debris <laughs> behind me. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. You guys were talking about juggling. Sorry to interrupt, but I'd quite like to talk about uh, Molly from the Saturdays and Prince Harry. Okay. Oh yes, I saw. Have you it. seen I, this? Oh God, it was the, on the, it was the on the Daily item. Mail website. Well, he's on, on the web. Did yeah. you read <laughs> it on the web? I saw it on the web. I keep an eye on. The, we do love the Daily Mail website. Web oh, news. Yeah. It's very good at what we it, know. It's an what organ it of evil, but the website is good. <laughs> what it, yeah. um, Prince Harry, Frank. So they've started dating. You see, they like him in the press because he's still got his hair. Mm-hmm. So yes. they call him his royal hotness and things. Gin- <laughs> ginger, as yes. it may be. His royal hotness, because you know the other one lost it. Um, but, um, but he's got a new girlfriend. What mm. were you going to say about Prince Harry? Well, my um, my worry about the new girlfriend. Mm. I know she's in the Saturdays, and the Saturdays are all um, what the populace see as beautiful. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, he's done a cruel thing, which which you must never do. When you you must have a bit of variety in your adjacent partners it's very important oh god Chelsea's not going to come out of this world well what he's done he's gone he's gone he went out with Chelsea Davey Mm. the uh, well known 18th century highwayman (laughs) (laughs) and uh, (laughs) it does sound like oh you be Chelsea Davey has taken over the stage (laughs) anyway um, he went out with Chelsea Davey and then what he's done he's gone up with what looks suspiciously like an upgrade Oh, right, you know what I mean. It's the upgrade. same kind of person, just with a slightly. It would be like if someone finish. dated me and then went out with Nancy Delolio. Yeah. 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 No, Frank. <laughs> is it too it would like be, for like? Is it'd be like problem? if I went out with Chucky, and then went out with Rupert Grint. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be rubbing Chucky's nose in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or indeed, Elton John. <laughs> Elton John. Oh yeah, Elton John would be somewhere. I don't know where he'd be. Would he be pre or post Chucky? I don't know in, in the in the upgrade thing. So it's a bit. I feel sorry for Chelsea Davy, mm-hmm. and also she's a you know there's a pop star. Whereas Chelsea Davy was, um, what was she? Socialite. She was. Her dad was rich. Wasn't her dad a great white hunter? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I won't. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, after being turned away by the Rainforest Cafe, I think I'm with him all the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, anyway, yes, he's going out with Mo- I, Molly. So they met at the polo. Fabulous. Of course they did. That's not the name of a club. That's a sporting event, isn't it? No. No. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but they also. I wonder if he's any good at polo. Who, Harry? Yeah. He doesn't really have to be, does he? I mean, I he's saw his a picture royal hotness, of him. for I goodness s- sake. I saw a picture of him on a on a hall, and you think, uh, if he was rubbish, what would happen about that? Yeah. Mm. Do, I mean, it, do they let him sort of? play really well is it like when Eddie Armin was the heavyweight champion of Uganda <laughs> do you think people stand off a bit like, no one's gonna really go for it with Prince Harry because you want him to be a bit good Prince on a horse it's a British it's tradition it's like um, Ambassador's Child always having to win past the parcel at the party and yeah I think yes I, mean, I'm I remember that from my childhood <laughs> I used to hate the Ambassador's children <laughs> I'm pretty neutral when it comes to the roles, but I think if I was playing five-a-side with one of them, I'd probably stand off a bit. I wouldn't clatter yeah, in. you got to let them. Just in case I was later beheaded for treason or no, something. You, you, you know? you, I think uh, he might well be, and the trouble is you'll think he's brilliant at polo. Yeah. And everyone is just letting him. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so they went to what I call a bit of a, um, it was an EDV, 
which is, you know, those early dates venues, so you decide where you're going to go. Yes. But they went to a club called Bunga Bunga, which I thought was a bit, sounded a bit suspect. Isn't that what Berlusconi is doing? Yeah, Bunga Bunga parties. Oh, no, that sounds a bit... (laughs) You can't take a first date to a Bunga Bunga party. Tells you a lot about what sort of girl she is. Yeah. (laughs) And then they went to a karaoke club. I bet some, when she walked in, somebody went, yowza. (laughs) <laughs> it's that kind of a club. <laughs> they went karaoke then. What? I thought that was a terrible idea. Did Harry? Yeah. Did Harry get up and do karaoke? I don't know. I wasn't there, darling. But well, surely they would have reported that in the papers. <laughs> well, more likely did she. I mean, if she's in a band, if she did. We say in a band. I went, Can I say I was once at a karaoke club and the man from Aqua. Do you know the man who used to say, uh, come on, Barbie, let's go party? He got up. No. And uh, they said, what do you want to sing? And he didn't he said, say that. I'll have, um, I'll do Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> and he did, um, he did both parts. Extraordinary. What I, it was, it, it wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> and if he can't do it, I mean. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Frank, we were talking about Prince Harry earlier. You were. Well, I was, but before we continue with that, there's an email we've had in, which Alan and I rather enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the man who used to be the manager of the fashion cafe. Oh, mm-hmm. thank goodness for that. He's called Jock Dunbar. I was starting to think on him. He's called Jock Dunbar. Yes. I bet he likes a pineapple crush. <laughs> <laughs> He says, I used to be the manager of the fashion cafe and we were always getting celebs booking tables. Oh, I think maybe that was, you know, a reference to me suggesting that no celebs went there. Sorry, Jock. Oh, yeah, careful. Um, One Saturday night we had Britney Spears' agent book a table for 20. As you can imagine, 20 was a big deal in a high-turn-themed restaurant. High turn, I like that. High turn, what does that mean? I think it's probably meaning high turnover, isn't it, with tables. He probably thought... The money man. 20 extra covers... Oh, I love, I, love a bit of, I love a bit of uh, have a bit of slang like that. Mm-hmm. I do as well. I went to, I remember on tour once, the tour van took in and the guy said, what, it's done, it's done 11, 11K, you're going to have to ramp it. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Loved it. I like it in the fashion trade when the shop, when they say, oh, sleeve pullers. What does oh, that really? mean? Oh, people, people that just have a quick look. Tire kickers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sleeve pullers. Oh, I'm a sleeve puller. I'm glad yes, I, I knew you were. I'm glad oh. I found out what that's called. If, someone, if I heard someone call me a sleeve puller, I'd be really worried about what that meant. <laughs> You're giving away penalties all over the place. Mm, no, yeah. So can I carry on, guys? Carry on with uh, Jock. So, anyway, Jock meanwhile, Dunbar. over with Jock. Is it, is it Jock? Lachlan, yeah, it's Jock. Lachlan Jock Dunbar. Okay. So... Brittany is waiting to come in. Yeah. Uh, but table book for 20. As you can imagine, we got excited at the thought of a then A-list turning up. Well, yeah, after having had mean on the midweek. <laughs> 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 this whole entourage turned up, but no Brittany. Oh. Then we realised they'd pulled a fast one, getting a table on the back of someone famous. Oh. I hate it when people do that. Yeah, well, that, well, that was the beginning of the end for the fashion cafe. Well, I, 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 I <laughs> hope... Uh, I hope Jo- it is Jock. I haven't, I, haven't it added, is jock. I haven't added that name in some no, no. sort of semi-racist <laughs> way. Have I? Yeah. Oh well, I hope Jock is um, is still um, in the in gainfully the employed. Yeah, exactly. Some... Because it went quite quickly. The fashion cafe. One minute it was there, next minute it was gone. Maybe sports cafe. Get a job there. Well, if not, it's, it's from a size zero theme <laughs> to that is yeah, difficult. Yeah. Anyway, it's lovely to hear from you. I, I'm, um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't book something in there. I once went to a Planet Hollywood. With oh, um, yeah. Dennis Leary, uh-huh. American oh, yeah. comic, and um, 
there were, uh, Jonathan Ross was there, David Baddiel, and um, Robert Downey Jr. turned up. Drunk. Very drunk, very drunk indeed. <laughs> and at the end of the night, um, the, the the manager said, um, can I just say the whole, everything's on the house, it's all free. Fantastic. Wow. Lovely. And De- Dennis Leary was on... Um, he was on per diems at the time, so he got, got right. a daily allowance. He got cash in hand daily allowance doing this film. And he used to get 250 quid a day, and he gave the waitress... He said, oh, well, here's a tip, and he gave her 250 quid in cash, and she burst into tears. Wow. Oh. Well, Fabulous. Maybe he, she thought him. he was suggesting something about no, her charging by the hour. Sorry, I think not. <laughs> <laughs> when he threw in the word per diem, she was thinking, what's this Latin for? <laughs> Where did he put the money, Frank? I have, I have, no, That's what I want to know. It wasn't that kind of club. But I, 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 once, uh, I tell you what I noticed this week on the subject of uh, getting older, is I saw two girls in a very, very short skirt and sort of spaghetti strap tops uh-huh. attractive young women uh, walking towards me and I thought well spotted and I thought well they must be freezing <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's how I've changed Frank Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio Absolute Radio we were discussing um it's Royal Hotness. What do you call it? EV, V, E, D, V. So there's venues. Yes. Okay. So where do you take people? They Molly from the Saturdays and Harry. They went to karaoke, which I thought was a terrible idea. It's too early. Hard for him though, isn't it? Because he's a royal. So like, he's got to rule out. No, it's easy pops. for him, but he could he could take her to uh, a sort of a big ambassadorial dinner in Bahrain if he, he could, wanted to. But he can't do the sort of man in the street normal day of do you want to go for a drink or a bit of food I walked past the pub yesterday called the Queen's Arms, the Queen Vic <laughs> the King Charles like the Prince of Wales, there's loads of royal it's going to be weird isn't it, you can't go should we go for a drink in my grand's arms, it's weird What about she's called Molly King isn't she? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's fake. So that's going to be confusing, isn't it? But no, yeah. with these early date venues, you see, karaoke, you can't expose that. That's too early on. He'll get a right Molly King from his mother. <laughs> I'm not, actually, actually, not from his mother. Not from his mother, I'll take that. <laughs> his mother, I'm sadly, is no longer with us. But, yeah, well, um, I, I, when I, my first date with uh, Kath, mm. um, my first sort of proper you know, will you come with me to... We went to uh, Gunter Van Hagen's Body Worlds <laughs> exhibition. No. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you went on a holiday or no, something. That, well, yeah, but you can't... Oh, no, really that was date one, Alan. <laughs> we don't oh, holiday. That, she'd already agreed to the holiday. Right. And then... Uh, and you thought you'd horrify her. <laughs> well, I think, you know, I think Here's it's good, it's, it's good, good to bring up um, anatomy early on. <laughs> Did you really <laughs> take her there? <laughs> you know, and mortality. Thanks. You know, <laughs> well, just, I think it was, you know, it, it, it was just, it, uh, it was a hint. <laughs> it's what it was. <laughs> Let's get medical. <laughs> medical. You say him, I say warning. Let's get, yeah. I was taken to a car park once, Frank. <laughs> what, and brutally beaten <laughs> by a group of paramilitaries. Is that where this is going? <laughs> no. I said, on a date, you yeah, were taken to a car park. It wasn't a multi-story, in fairness. It, no. was, it was sort of overlooking a grassy knoll in a nice part of North London. But nevertheless... It was a, what, and you sat in the car? It was a pen display. There was a pen display there. I didn't sit in the car. What sort of a girl do you think I am? Well, what did you do in the car park? We walked over the road to the Starbucks, went Dutch for the Starbucks, 
I'm not joking. Well, that wasn't a first date in a car park. Then wasn't it? You was. parked. No. And then you went to Starbucks. And when we went back to the car park, we didn't stay in the Starbucks. We sat on a bench in the car park. You sat stay. in the. Yes. You couldn't stay in the Starbucks. You were on a meter. No, but that's why I think he didn't want to, because you'd have to pay to eat in, to yeah. drink in, as it were. Yeah, but you you sat in a car. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm worried. Not just because <laughs> you were being treated like some sort of strumpet. <laughs> <laughs> but also the yeah. carbon monoxide. I know, <laughs> especially when you're eating and he kept yawning. As you well. don't. You don't. Uh, he wow. kept yawning, Frank. You so don't want guy. petrol debris on your big coin. <laughs> <laughs> I presume he got you a big coin from Starbucks. I mean, what's the point? No, no chocolate on the cappuccino. He was useless. Well, I'd love to know um, mm-hmm. if I, what strange uh, dates early dates our listeners have been on. That's what I'd like to know. I don't want to ask them direct, it seems a bit forward. <laughs> but let's hope they take the hint of me saying it like in the third person. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. And Uncle Tom Cobbley and all. And Uncle Tom Cobbley and all. Someone was saying last night that Tom Conti was on a celebrity antiques roadshow. Oh, I'm gutted I missed that one. <laughs> I Good. really like that. Got a lovely house. Mm. Lovely big house he's got. Has it? Oh, God. Full of antiques by the sounds of things. Mm. Um, somebody texted in, somebody, Tom from Kent, Frank and the team. I know this is slightly off topic. It's not Tom Conti. <laughs> no, <laughs> Tom Kenty. <laughs> Tom Kenty. <laughs> uh, I know this is slightly off topic, but this is an update. I got an unexpected text from that Hungarian girl who didn't speak English, and we went out last night. Uh, last week, Tom... What was the manner of this text? He texted in last... Oh, yeah. If How she doesn't she speak do English. Maybe she's got, like, a spell check on her iPhone That'd or something. would be a hell of a spell check, wouldn't perhaps it? She yeah. puts in, <laughs> perhaps she puts it in in Hungarian and it comes out, like... You need to know where to oh. get all those accents. Another so date, want, yes. It's like bilingual predictive text. Another date, yes, please, or something. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm web. glad that worked out for them. I don't know what the web's going to come up with. Oh, so they've had a date. They've, it sounds like they've had one date. We went oh. out last night she wants to see me again. So this, today's show's probably very apposite for him. He's probably thinking, oh, Where now I, I know all her? these uh, places that I shouldn't take her. The fashion cafe. There's a Hungarian cafe in there. Where's he from, does it say? Kent. Kent. In Soho, Tom there's Kent. an Hungarian uh, ca- cafe. I'll take her um, there. I once did a, a, a rest. A friend of mine is a restaurant reviewer, and I went there, and... Um, hey, Gail. <laughs> no, really? no, not it, no. Too, his face is too big. I, I, I don't, want, I don't want a sense of carnival day when I'm out eating. Um, no, I went out and uh, I remember they came over and went, "Oh, Mr. Skinner, it's very good to have you here." And I thought, "Oh, this is terrible." Because if this is a negative review, now I'm going to feel really bad because they're so nice to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, to, "I said I feel trapped in here." I said to my friend, "Now I really," mm. I said, "I feel like I'm in the Goulash Archipelago." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, sometimes you're just so proud. Mm. <laughs> when a pun is born, Johnny Mathis, there, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks. So hold on, so it's going because I, I advised against it, didn't I? I you said, did. I, you I, did. I, the it language barrier. Like you well. said no good will come of it because no, there's a language said, barrier. He said you didn't speak a word of English. Now she's texting him. So get your story straight. <laughs> uh, east is east and west is west, and near the twain. And I don't mean near the twain, oh. starring Windsor Davis and Donald Cinder. Oh, near the twain that. shall meet. Who said that? 
I don't know, someone from 1954, probably. I think it was E.M. Forster, wasn't was it? it, in the passage to India. Frank, there's another text. Absolute radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another text. There's a text in from Amanda. Hi, gang. I'm looking at the back of Frank's head, and he looks like he has about three layers of clothing on. Is it still cold? P.S. Love the bracelets, Emily. Nice one. Oh, Danny Dyer, nice one. <laughs> well, it is, um, <laughs> Nice one. It is, um, it is actually still quite cold. So I was saying, mm. I bumped into some Everton fans yesterday, and they obviously thought it was summer <laughs> in London because they just had uh, shorts and those, you know those slip-on white trainers <laughs> that football fans wear. Oh mm. yeah, like a surgeon's shoe. Mm. Yeah, but they, they obviously they didn't seem. to... I don't want to start doing material about people who wear t-shirts in the cold. The worst kind of stand-up comedy mm. material mm. about being in Newcastle. And, yeah, people, and the women not wearing and coats, the women, perhaps. And the women don't wear coats and the blokes wear T-shirts. Mm. Yes, I know. I heard it said in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Frank, did you read about this woman who had a bit of a DIY disaster this week? It was one of my favourite stories, I have oh, to was say. It, was it the flat pack thing? <laughs> yeah. It's the best, one of the best stories ever. So she got trapped, didn't she, whilst <laughs> attempting to assemble a wardrobe. But what was she... She managed to call the emergency <laughs> services, She got she? trapped in the wardrobe <laughs> that she was building. Brilliant. That, I think the, the secret is, is when you're doing a flat pack wardrobe or what, don't build it around you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sort of beautiful as well, because she's both bad at it and too good at it at the same time. Like, she's built it too well to get out of. <laughs> she's, she's, become, she's become over-involved, though. Yeah. That, she's taken if you a... build it, they will come to the nth degree. <laughs> Always Frank... stay outside. Retain an overview. That's my... Frank, uh... she took her ciggies in with her. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this... when the emergency services... She'd smoked a whole pack. Must have been like a pea super in there. Well, oh. See, this is... This makes me wonder. Because she had her phone and her cigarettes with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, maybe people just carry them all the time. I don't know. But... In a cardy pocket. Yeah. Do you remember the days... Did you used to get this in Birmingham? Blokes used to... <laughs> Tuck, it, tuck their fags and their matches in their T-shirt sleeve. Yes. Yeah. Did you get that? So you, you get... think she's one of those? Do you well, think maybe. I think, what, I think she saw the disaster unfolding and Do thought, you? you know, if I... There's a possibility I could, <laughs> I could end up inside this uh, structure. Sure. I'll go and get um, my fags. <laughs> Shall I take and, uh, a sandwich in there? <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. <laughs> she's planned ahead. She didn't stop. She thought, I'm going, I'm going to carry on, but I'm just going to make a few precautionary measures. Mm. Uh, it's it's really um, it's wonderful. Mm. I, I, I've I've only ever built a flat pack, I think, twice in my life, and the idea that I could build one so sturdy that I couldn't get out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's the bit I don't believe. It's just impossible. I think it's an adult game gone wrong. Maybe <laughs> it happens a lot. You know, people <laughs> realise that when they've built the, the top shelf, they're on it. They were up, they were up there tightening screws, and then they can't they can't get down. Maybe it, uh, it's the norm. I think I'm going to play something brilliant. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Hey, Frank, we've uh, had a text from Tom, you know, the uh, gentleman with the Hungarian girlfriend-to-be, Tom Kenty. <laughs> Tom Kenty, yeah. Hi, Frank. Tom again. I did forget about her, but out of the blue she contacted me. Oh, something and, else fell through. And she uses Google Translate. Oh, there's such a thing as Google... Oh, the oh. web! <laughs> I am going to teach her English. Now, he's used oh. three exclamation marks in that one text message, so I can't help but think that... What well, is the blind leading the blind? Her mm. English is going to be exclamatory, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. Yeah, why not? 
I'm well. Uh, let's you know. I might have been. Mm. Perhaps I was hasty mm. when I said it wouldn't work out mm. because maybe the teaching thing would be a lovely way of bonding together. Yeah, you could do worse than a Hungarian. Lovely. Yeah, mm. but I love I love bright orange hair. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing. That's my guess, bright orange hair. So you're a fan of Prince attractive, Harry. Prince Harry's more Oklahoma farmhand. I bet attractive, um, blue eyes with an air of sadness. Oh. With an air of, you know, 200 years of oppression. Is that a European yeah. thing? With a, with a, with a Maggie um, temper. You know, <laughs> a woman who could, who could ride a horse, naturally. And um, bright orange hair. Mm-hmm. That's Hungarians for you. <laughs> um... Well, well, they're all positive. Uh, mm, they are positive. All, all positive attributes. Frank, so... If you want to text us, by the way, we're on 8, 12, 15. Can I just say, this woman that was found in the uh, cupboard, the, you know, this... Uh, Can we say we're talking about a DIY thing? This is not a personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alan Cochran. <laughs> hey, uh, have you seen there's a woman in the cupboard at the bottom <laughs> of the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> Emily's a dogger and I've got women in the cupboard. What a show this is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's weird. The bit that I liked about it in the uh, article was that it had come out in the uh, Freedom of Information Act. Like, yes. This is a weird thing. That apparently the Leicestershire Fire Service have had to admit it, because like, these are the silly calls that they oh, get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I like one of the firemen, did you? He meant sometimes you have a bit of banter with them. I don't know exactly how if that banter goes. If it's a bit sexual, that's what it was. <laughs> if it's a bit sexual, you can have a bit of banter with them. Is that what he said? Yeah. 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 Oh, no. I think people are accidentally caught in, mm. you know, in, in He's the kind of person situations. that says, how you're diddling, not three bad, I suspect. Well, maybe. Mm. But um, I think they think get asked, the what's the damage? Imagine the, the smoke coming like, through the keyhole and stuff <laughs> oh, when they arrive. <laughs> I actually think, as a fireman, if you walked in and somebody was locked in, in their own cupboard... And smoking, that's potentially the worst circumstance of smoking. I saw some people yes. smoking outside a hospital the other day. That yeah. never looks good, does it? No, but, but it's better than inside. Smoking inside, <laughs> inside your cupboard that you're stuck in is really low on the... Uh, on the. And I also hate it when smokers put a cigarette out and then get straight on public transport and it and just you clings can smell. to them. Yeah. Oh my God. So um, yeah. we'll be back with more one foot in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> this right. time next week. Yeah. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So um, I wanted to ask you if uh, if I seem like I have an air of gravitas more than I did a week ago. Cause oh. Are those, is that the organisation that kills people? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's his uh, aftershave. Oh, that's Dig the Tass. Okay. You don't I, want to have an air of that about you. I, I can smell like the ether. Uh, I feel like I've been through some kind of uh, rite of passage of more more adult than I was a week ago. Cause oh, have you this been, time have you been to Emily's week, car park? <laughs> <laughs> this time Many have. Week, I had lent my mum my house. We, I've, I've never lent my mum a house before. Like you know, I've lent her stuff like a carrier bag if she's taking home something. But <laughs> yeah, it's a big old thing, isn't it? It's a big thing to to do. That so is my mum and her pals, thing. they have like an Easter weekend. They call themselves the Golden Girls. Oh. Like thinking it's funny. It's more like loose women, to be honest. But they, uh, if they're going to pick a TV program, they're exactly the loose women demographic. But they borrowed the house, and uh, let's just say I. Uh, I was more concerned about the fridge bulb going than the oven bulb going. Oh, uh, oh my God. Quite a lot of uh, vino collapso going down <laughs> over that weekend, I'm fairly sure. Um, 
but yeah, it all went all right. I only had was to, it okay? Only had to talk her down to the cellar once to uh, to. I push beg the, your pardon. She, well, they popped a fuse. They. Uh, You've got a cellar, have you? Got a cellar, yeah. Fantastic. Oh. Love the cellar. Love it. What you got down there? Wine. Um. No wonder she was down there. <laughs> There's no wine down there. The that woman, was woman in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's a woman doing DIY. She's been there ages. Um, I'm, I'm worried about her. <laughs> um, what have we got down there? Household junk, some weights, that sort of stuff. I got a oh. message from her that said, "Just can you get me another twenty Peter Stuyvesant?" <laughs> Peter Stuyvesant. <laughs> I thought you were going to say B and H, but no. He's no. going Stuyvesant. Twenty number six. <laughs> She's been down there a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I never. I would. Oh, I, I don't think I could do that. I respect. I mean, I respect your your open hearted. Well, this is why I mentioned kindness. it because other people are really sort of weirded out by it. Like you've lent your house out. What? Like I, I like, the house lending. Yeah, people really weird. I'd out like by it. to be in an ideal world my super frank persona, that person who you want to be. I'd yeah. like to be the kind of person who could say to someone, "You can. I'm, I'm away. Come and stay in my house. You can. You know, just help me." You don't think you would, Frank? I can't. I just can't. Well, don't ever ask me, Frank, because I have sat for a friend and the iguana passed away on my watch. <laughs> no. Oh, well, there you go. I had to. I had to organise an autopsy to prove it was nothing to do with me. <laughs> well, I. Did you my thing is, even people who I hold very, very, you know, my closest, nearest and dearest friends, my family, people who, who I love, if they sh- looked after my house for a week, I know if after they'd gone, there was anything I couldn't find, I'd immediately think they'd stolen it. Fine. I just know I would. <laughs> oh, my God. I know it's terrible, but I know that would happen and that would cause a big rift in our relationship because, I mean, you know, the, when I brought it up, what if it was David Baddiel or someone? Well, you know, and I can resist everything except temptation, as I think Oscar Wilde said. I think he did, yeah. I don't know if he was talking about domestic pilfering. Mm. <laughs> I don't but, think so. Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever! I think his temptations were great. So. And also people say things, like, well, even when people stay, they say things, did you, did you know that the door handle in the bathroom had knocked a big hole in the plaster? And I thought, it hadn't, it definitely <laughs> hadn't! <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I did. Uh, I did have to send a text saying, um, "Did you guys use the oven? Because the oven doesn't seem to be working." Oh, now. you see, um, and uh, broken or stolen. That's you they know, hadn't used the oven, but for some reason it had been twisted, like it gone onto timer, so it wasn't working. They hadn't used the oven. My <laughs> eye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they've broken it, and they've said, "Let's just." What the story is? A story as we have, ne- we have near used the oven. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm working my way through the cockerel's whole family, <laughs> as far as the impressions are concerned. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had an email in. Mm. Uh, this was... I don't know if you remember, but you were talking about how you had a picture of yourself on the wall dressed as the Pope. Well, you were talking about yes, it. Yes, I was, actually. I mentioned the fact oh. that I'm my own screensaver, mm. and you mentioned the fact that there's a portrait of me on as well, I the rather, Pope. Well, I rather love it, that, mm. pi- that painting. It was uh, one comedy awards, made me feel nostalgic for the 90s, I liked it. Yes. Um, Steve Oss... I'm glad you associate me with comedy <laughs> oh, awards no. in the 90s. <laughs> Come on, move on. I'm sorry. Oh, God. No, it's all right. Contracts are up. Um, <laughs> Steve Oss... Frank, I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. Steve Oss says... Um, Steve Oss? Yes, that's what he's called himself. And it says Steve O.S. Steve Oss, I imagine, is the, the unsuccessful son that didn't make Stavros Flatley. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the sort of Amy Osborne who thought, oh, I wish mm. I'd done it now, when he suggested that we both dance with him. 
And I said, I oh, know it's embarrassing. <laughs> now I've missed out on uh, the old SF phenomenon. Well, he's talking about, Steve Austin is talking about stuff on his wall. Oh, okay. He says, on my toilet wall, I have a prison discharge notice from Pentonville for my great grandfather, the right on George Lansbury, Labour Party leader. He was imprisoned yes. for speaking out in favour of women's suffrage and released after going on hunger strike. This is next Brilliant. to my similar notice for being drunk and disorderly in a public place, Exeter 1974. <laughs> Steve Oss. Well, I'll tell you, I, um, I've got a similar, uh, that, that kind of framed juxtaposition, mm. if I may say that. I've got, um, I've got when I got 5,500 uh, people watching me at the Battersea Power Station, it was the biggest, at the time, it seems like minuscule now, at the mm. time it was the biggest solo stand-up gig ever in the world. Wow. Can you believe that? So it's actually, I've got the Guinness Book of Records certificate framed next to a show I did in um, Edinburgh in 1988, which says, um, total um, venue sales, zero. <laughs> um, fringe office sales, zero. Number in audience, zero. And then it goes on to say, capacity, 100. Opens, which means empty seats, 100. I thought, OK, no one was there. You don't have to put it in all those different ways. But so I've got those framed together as a sort of symbol of progress. So that you know the yin and yang of... Uh, yeah, the yin, yeah, exactly. So I can walk with kings and keep the common touch. Oh, I don't know about the second part. Um, So there's that. But also, I saw this email. Oh, yeah. um, Because this came in um, in the week, didn't it? Mm Midweek email. Uh, Yeah, and I looked up... um, uh, Oh, George Lansbury. George Lansbury is Mm. great, great. And and this guy comes from quite a family. Really? Why why they called him Steve Austin? (laughs) The granddaughter of um, George Lansbury, the former Prime Minister. It was Angela Lansbury. No. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So uh, what about that? Drunk and disorderly, she wrote. (laughs) And um, and not only that, but his other... um, Her cousin, if you like, the other... You've um, been doing some deep Googling of Skinner. Is Oliver Postgate of, you know, Noggin the Nog and Bag Oh, yes, I do know. And Emily loved him. Mm. Well, that could apply to a few people. <laughs> um, so what about so this guy? Is, what, what a family! Mm. And a, a prime minister, Angela Lansbury and Oliver Post, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> what dinner party that would be! Have you had a quiet week? <laughs> quite, a, quite a lot of research. I, I was really, I was really impressed by that. We don't get many great grandchildren of prime ministers writing. Let's face no. it. Mm. Anyway, Frank, have you been reading about this child? Uh, with an IQ, the same IQ as Stephen Hawking. Oh. She's called Heidi Hankins. Parents wanted her to be famous, so wanted her to be famous at calling her that. I'm worried that uh, she has the same initials as uh, Heil Hitler. <laughs> 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 because there's always a hint of master, right? So she's a, a pretty child, but, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes. She feels a bit like blonde hair, blue eyes, high IQ. What could possibly go wrong? Well, to illustrate how clever she is... They cited some instances. So she can count to 40, OK? Yeah. How old is she again? She four. is That's four years good. old. She yeah. can recite Owl and the Pussycat. That's impressive. That's good, yeah. Well, it's funny you should say that, because that's, those were her exact words, that's impressive, when she was served up some fish fingers once. That oh. was... That so was... she's already developed irony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <just> that's impressive. <laughs> but you see, I don't hold much truck with the, uh, the IQ test. And that's because I, know what you mean. I well, I tell you why, Frank. I did one once. 
I, w- I went online. I'd had a few glasses of wine. I won't lie. It was during Testination. It was a live interactive IQ. I thought, oh, I'll do this. Thinking I'm going to absolutely yes, blow away. Surely in the top two. I got about 85. Oh, oh dear. Do you think that was the vena collapsor at work? <laughs> no, what I just, that? I panicked. And also, I'm not good on spatial awareness. So it was the triangle in the rhombus thing. I can't do any of that. Oh, I no. Don't, it didn't ask me to quote from the wasteland, which I could have done with some ease. Well, fair enough. Only um, the other day, my wife and I were sat on the couch and an IQ test came up on the telly and she said, have you ever sat an IQ test? And I said, no. I said, have you? And she said, no. And she said, should we do one online now? Oh. And her iPad was by the telly about six feet away and neither of us could be bothered moving for it. So <laughs> <laughs> we failed the application test before the IQ test. Well, that's why IQ is so often wasted. Because <laughs> people who've got it just can't be bothered to use it. Maybe that's what it is. Better not knowing, though, isn't it? I think it's always people without qualifications, if I'm honest. I think <laughs> it's that type of intelligence, isn't it, that it's... How can I put it? In a kind way. Carol Vorderman, bright. <laughs> Carol Vorderman's one of those members of Mensa, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. There's only three people I can think of that I know for a fact are members of Mensa. Carol Vorderman, Jimmy Savile and right. uh, Dolph Lundgren. But I just think, I agree, I just, I don't know how good at <laughs> dinner parties these people are. Which, it's... let's face it, is the be-all and end-all of life. <laughs> no, I, I, well, I, don't, I think Heidi's a bit young for that kind of thing. Oh, not in my childhood. <laughs> That's but, when you're um, peaking. I, I noticed that I, my, my girlfriend... Uh, she went away. She was out last night, and uh, I, I got a night in on my own, and I watched uh, a 90-minute, a very fine 90-minute documentary about Stalin's contribution to um, World War Two. And I thought, I re- I'm becoming a dad already. <laughs> and I, I have to watch documentaries about World War Two. It's the most dad thing ever. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Frank, I was telling you about my, my hatred of IQ tests and people with high IQs, mm. actually. Um, have you be, ever been asked... They are celebrities to join Mensa sometimes, I note, or to take IQ tests. I did have a look at the Mensa website. Mm. Uh, on the web. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's been web week. What is it? <laughs> www. Uh, no, because that's what people like Wogan say as well. Oh, okay. the www. Yeah, at the beginning. hash. <laughs> hash. Um, uh, uh, Slash, forward slash forward slash yeah yeah org Mensa, isn't it? that's that's the real old anything that's got org in it i think yeah. there's still things with org mm. in the title anyway so um you can buy what about this you mm. can buy you know i love a hooded top oh you love a hoodie but a hooded top with mensa no across way. can you uh, who would wear in that's a million years clever but comfortable that's what you're telling the world there isn't it well, let's not call it clever. Let's say <laughs> good at IQ tests. Yeah, <laughs> which is different. And also, it? one of their things is... And what about this? This is... It's a Mensa mug, mm. but it's got what they call an ambigram on it. What's that? Not, not being a member of Mensa, I wouldn't know. Well, who would? Mm. So what it is, it means it reads the same upside down both ways. And, and it said, so you can, it says Mensa when you're having a hot beverage and also when it's upside down on the draining board. And I thought, this is the point, see? It's intelligence being used for reasons that... Mm. No one cares. Yeah, yeah, no one cares about that. Who, re- who sits thinking, I might go and read some of the crockery, actually, <laughs> while it's drying. Seems a shame for it to be doing, there, doing nothing when I could be... Uh, 
I could be perusing it. The number of times my wife walks into the kitchen and I'm doing a headstand so that I can read my uh, Ran 10 Miles mug from the Sale Harriers from last year. I was cleaning CDs. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, we've had an email in. Have we? Yes. I'm going to call this Felt Tip Gate. Okay. Um, This was... It's regarding the sound of scribbling in the show... Oh. Someone, I think Alan's been contacted. We were texted about this last yes, week. Yes, I've I? received a number of tweets from my uh, followers. I call them followers. Some Twitters. Have you had some Twitters? Yeah, yes, I've had some Twitters on the <laughs> www. forward slash. <laughs> um, Riri Rays has tweeted on the podcast. I often hear scribbling in the background. Are you playing Sudoku? Well, I can exclusively reveal the identity of the Phantom Scribbler. It is Daisy, the producer, and sometimes she writes notes to Frank. Doesn't she, Frank? Yes, she I mean, writes, they're not sort of. She writes notes, notes like, shut up, you've been talking for six minutes. Uh, or brace but, yourselves, it's the fall. Yes. <laughs> it's usually, it's sometimes a good sign as well, because it means that she's scribbling notes for things that we've said that are good bits. She does do it. I know. If, if, we say, if we say anything funny, and it doesn't happen every week, but no. if we say anything funny, uh, Daisy makes a note of them so they can go on the trailers. That is correct. And we should also say that Frank insists that she uses a, um, a feather and ink. <laughs> so that's why it's so noisy. Yeah. yeah. And so. Sometimes there's a double whammy, is that the owner of Absolute um, sits in the corner writing begging letters. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's often quite feverish. (laughs) And, of course, I have have so many autograph requests, I have to... Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm doing them. I'm basically doing them all the time. It's like (laughs) chewing gum to me. Sometimes I'll do a Day of the Triffids DVD. Mm -hmm. Once I did it. But I did do it. on the telly. You can't just watch oh, telly during a show. Sorry, everyone. Not in your front room. Sorry. For God's sake. She's aged well. She's aged with grace. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Um, yeah, so there is... Um, well, I'm sorry about that. Used to mm, happen yeah. um, when I did Gag Tag with Bob Monkhouse. Apparently, if, if I said anything that got a big laugh, um, mm. you could hear him writing it down. <laughs> in God a bless certain coloured pen for jokes that were other people's. God rest, God rest his soul. Yes, yeah, brilliant. brilliant. Any other communications from the outside world? Yes, uh, we've just had a text in from James Cravon. He says, glad to see that you enjoy a kibble. Did he used to do news round? Ah, he might well have done. <laughs> okay. That's twice you've quoted England's greatest short story writer with Never the Twain and Keep the Common Touch. If you slip in the female of the species is deadlier than the male, you've scored an easy hat-trick. Keep up the erudition, James. But I thought Never the Twain was E.M. Forster. Is that who he means? Well, it presumably means Kipling, if it's mm, Kipling. He's commentary. suggesting it's Kipling. Oh. Let's find out. Is it's, it Mr it's Kipling? All, it's all gone. Very Anglo-Indian literature. <laughs> yeah, and that's how we like to end this show, generally speaking. <laughs> mm. So, um, I will now recite the whole of Gunga Din. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Hiawatha. Are you? Mm. Oh, do, that you've you're gone, you've gone Longfellow. <laughs> anyway, look, not the weekend podcast, which is... Even more of this drivel (laughs) Uh, will be available to download from Wednesday. That's completely exclusive and original, you know, as good as it gets, uh, material, which you can only get on on the web. (laughs) I don't think there's anything else to add, other than if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back um, this time next week. Absolute, absolute Absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.